Microphone check 212. Microphone check 212. This is uh, episode 6 of the Gold Hog Pod. I'd like to welcome all you guys back. Uh, for all of you guys who are actually still listening, thank you. Thank you. Um, we're bringing you riveting content for the last couple of episodes. And continuing the tradition, I've decided to bring on uh, somebody from the better half. What do you think, Nikki? Is that correct? For, uh, some, some, someone from the better. Yeah, yeah, from the better half of... Uh, you know, people like humans. Us guys, we talk about the same shit over and over again every day. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I sports content, everything gets kind of boring. I thought, you know what? Let's get somebody with a different take on things. So, uh, I like to introduce Marissa. Marissa, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. Um, so, what compelled you to actually say yes to our our, our nonsense? Um. Well, I always wanted to do a podcast. Uh-huh. Um, any anything really that I know about, so I thought this was a good stepping stone to do it. Okay, and what did you want to uh, do one of or for? Probably, it, yeah, it probably would have been movies. I think because that's just I don't know something that like people want to listen to <laughs> rather than just about my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you mean? I, I, is your life not interesting enough, or is it? Just, I mean, I think it is, but I don't know if it's like podcast worthy. But maybe I can become a good storyteller. Hey, listen, man. I believe your life is exciting and riveting, and you know, Thank should you be heard. Said. Thank you. Well, yeah. maybe I'll start my own pod- okay, podcast good. called About Me. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, so I guess a little bit overview. The main idea, kind of, I had for this. Uh, for the summer pod in August, literally is the worst for all the sports guys who are anybody who's listening to us because they want to hear sports. This is literally the worst two weeks of sports you can get apart from if you're maybe um, a baseball fan, which again, we've been through this is probably a very limited amount of you. Um, there's not a lot going on in the base in the sports world in general. So I thought let's kind of change it up and bring somebody on and talk a little bit more about entertainment because that whole conversation we had, which somehow went to 30 minutes last time uh, about movies was kind of cool. So uh, the main idea I kind of want to talk and I've been thinking about this because I was watching baby driver, which is going to be one of the movies I'm going to talk about is movies that you as individuals would like to change or wish the ending was completely different. And I kind of tasked you guys for to find three that you really want to see, and uh, I'm ho- I, I kind of wanted to get into that. So I don't know. How do we start, this? Marissa? You want to go first? Do you want to give give us your your first pick? Sure. Okay. So my first pick is. I mean, all of my picks are probably going to be quite different than you guys, but you know that's cool. That's why I'm here. Exactly. Um, I chose the Stars Born, a Stars Born, the 2018 version, as my first. Would l- like to change the ending of the movie. Take it. <laughs> Why is <laughs> uh, again? Uh, and and I'll tell you, you guys are gonna ha- apparently you guys are, are have the similar ideas of movies, so you're gonna run through with this. And because I don't watch a lot of movies, but the ones I do, I guess most people know. So why is the Stars movie, the Stars Born, um, kind of? Is it like a debated debated ending or what's the deal here? No, I would say that it's not a debated ending. It's well, it's uh, have you heard of it? Have you guys heard of it? Like thrown around? 
I heard that it was a big tearjerker of a movie and it was emotionally manipulative. That's all. So glad you said that. So glad you said that. So that's not how I felt at all. So <laughs> that's kind of why I chose it because I just felt like what I thought was so different than what everyone else was thinking. Um, because okay, I didn't so like you think, it. I So you like have it. a little bit of a different take than you think? Yeah, I okay. didn't. I didn't like the movie at all. Um, I mean, like has some good music. Lady Gaga is great and fun to watch, um, which is cool because I think this was her first act- acting debut, so that that was cool. Uh-huh. But besides that, um, no, besides I that, <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Okay, break, break it down a little bit, and, and I guess okay. tell tell okay. us how you would maybe change it or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would definitely, well, I don't know how I would change it particularly because it's a remake and it's the fourth remake. So I guess it's like kind of unfair to even give it, like give the ending a critique because like it's already been established that this is how the movie ends. Um, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but wait, this stupid movie has already been made a couple times before? Yeah, four times. So, <laughs> so wait, didn't this... 1976. Sorry, should I say it again? Cause I'm pretty sure I interrupted you. That's okay. 1937, 1954, 1976. So just numbers, but. Okay. So, wait, wait. So this thing, didn't it get like a bunch of Oscar nods and everything? Mm-hmm, it did. It was even nominated for Best Picture. And I was so sure it was going to win. I was like, no, this is, this movie was made. I feel like this movie was made to win uh, Best Picture. The whole like. em- emotional manipulation and all that kind of nonsense, I guess. Yeah. And like the songs, like they put really, you know, songs that people would like. They did. Um, well, Lady Gaga, people like Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, um, oh, the other guy's name, Sam Elliott. Elliot, Sam Elliott, people like him. I don't really care about him or Bradley Cooper, but people like that. All right, Bradley um, Cooper's a hunk, so watch yourself. <laughs> he's a he's, he's a big. and he's he was the director, so good for him. Uh huh. Um, getting into directing. Um. Yeah, okay. I I didn't like the. I'll just I'll talk quickly about like what I didn't like about the movie and then I'll get into like the what I would change about the ending because for this one in particular I actually have a specific direction that I would go in. For the other two I chose it's more like I didn't like it. And okay. This pod is already so, gonna be better freaking high quality than there were all the other ones, so this is good. <laughs> yeah, that's that gives me confidence. Thanks. <laughs> you're, good, you're good, you're good, don't worry. Go for it. And if I'm running for, like too long, just like tell me to hurry up or something. I will, don't worry. Okay, okay so so, t- so get us into the deep dive here. Okay. Okay. So pretty much I had an issue with the characters. Um, That's most of the reason to have an issue with the movie. Um, So Lady Gaga's character, she was really like, she was like the main character of the movie at the beginning of the movie. And it was all about her and her life. And like, you know, she was like a bartender or whatever, worked at a restaurant. She just wanted to sing. Then she met um, Bradley Cooper's character, Jackson. So it's Allie and Jackson. And he's a singer and he like introduces her to the spotlight. They do the song together. She becomes famous. They start dating. They get married, like all this stuff. They just have this huge relationship. Then he, it's the movie kind of twists and goes into his Jackson's um, struggle with alcohol. So it's like all about oh him. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Completely forget. Sorry, and it was like going, the movie leading up to be about her. So I was kind of annoying. It's like, okay, uh, who's this movie about? Is it about them as a relationship? Is it about her? Is it about him? I don't know. So that was weird. And I didn't like Bradley. I could barely understand Bradley Cooper's accent because he was trying to talk like Sam Elliott, it felt like. So that was 
Is Sam Elliott the guy from The Ranch? I don't yeah, know if you've seen yeah. that show. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay, okay. All right, sorry, continue. And he's in the movie. Yeah, okay, we're talking about He's in the movie. So it was just, like, weird that all these, like, these accents, whatever, I guess it went, goes to the character. So I kind of didn't really like that the movie started off focusing about her and then it wasn't about her. And also she weirdly had no, like, friends, which was such a weird thing because she was just, this, like, very, like, wonderful person but yeah. had not one friend. <laughs> so... All right, so if you're so, the biggest thing for me was, uh, and I was uh, going off of this for the by the trailers was, they start this whole stupid concept, of, and I'll I'll preface this by saying I didn't watch it, but the whole concept seemed really stupid, so I, that's why mm-hmm. I didn't do it. This was the whole thing was he's an alcoholic and he meets her, and then it's pretty much just a bender from there about her failed career and all that stuff, right? Is that? More or less, well, kind of how it goes. He's failed career, whereas like, so he's a star at the beginning of the movie. She's a no one. He's a star. Then like the role shift. He's like on the decline to becoming like, like a has been. Whereas she's like this huge pop star. Okay, so alcohol abuse, substance abuse leads to his decline. She ends up becoming successful. They have issues with their uh, relationships, and then I'm and I'm gonna guess here. I don't know the ending. They live happily ever after. No, so oh, that okay, okay. also would have been a reason to not really like the movie either because, like, you know, no one really likes, I don't know, a happy ever after story is kind of just yeah. boring. So I'll get right to the end. Okay. He kills himself. Jackson kills himself. Um, oh, shit. Wait, wait what? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to watch this. Didn't think you were going to watch it. Oh, really? But I, 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 like, I like fucked up endings. So, <laughs> sorry, continue. So he, yeah, so he, he kills himself, which is awful really sad he obviously was struggling um oh let me just also say that there's a moment before he killed himself that he's speaking to ali's um agent and the agent's basically like you're you're like a piece of crap and you should like basically just die that's the interaction that they have which was this character had not appeared in the movie at all except for that moment so i didn't really like that either like who's this guy like and it made it seem like he was the cause of his death and it's like no that's not usually why people kill themselves like they have obviously serious mental issues so that was kind of like not taken delicately Mm -hmm. so i didn't like that and i also didn't like that they so they didn't show him kill himself so this obviously sounds very awful that i'm saying this but i just felt that for a movie to actually have impact like this one they could have at least made us feel something like they just it was implied that he killed himself and so Mm -hmm. i didn't really like that i felt that they should have they should have showed it and made us feel like, oh my god, this is like the saddest thing. Like I'm seeing this. This is so morbid, and um, it wouldn't have been like pointless, you know, violence. It would have been so crucial to the plot. And it, so, yeah, I didn't like that they didn't show him killing himself. <laughs> that's, that's what I was kind of laughing about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Honestly. Okay. 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 So having again, ha- not having watched it, that synopsis in terms of the how it was supposed to go and. Just sounds like a typical movie, but that ending, that might have me intrigued. I'm not gonna lie. Sure. I mean, I guess I can also say at the time that I was watching it, I was watching a lot of other movies that were more serious, that were more, you know, was actually making me feel like. Um, I think I had watched it before. There's this movie called The Beautiful Boy, which is a really, really sad movie, like very, a lot of like sad scenes, like violent scenes that make you feel a lot. So maybe it was like the context in what in which I watched it that mm-hmm. I was like. This is the tearjerker. This isn't even sad. This is just like an implied death. So that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> <laughs> Show us you going to that garage, stepping on that stool, 
and then proceeding to kill yourself. I think I guess I guess that's the that's the way you wish it was ended. Yes, okay. it was. Okay, okay, perfect. You're a masochist. We understand. That's that's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So it's out there in the world, and uh, everyone should know. <laughs> okay, all right, that's cool, Nikki. You tell me yours, because oh, I don't know. Have you seen this movie actually? By the way, I have. I have. Uh, what did you I, think? I I I also thought because I never watched the remakes either from before that. So I um when at the end when he killed himself, I I didn't think that he would actually do that. But I was like, you know what, his his like character development was kind of heading towards that like it was like going downhill anyways i'm like okay i guess he's probably gonna die um and and i mean they, they you know so i tim you haven't watched the movie yet but there's scenes like there's like billboards um somewhere in one scene in the background when gaga and uh, bradley are like talking and in the back you can kind of like they're kind of foreshadowing that like you know bradley cooper's gonna kill himself so i was like i think at that point, it was just like, hey, yeah, his death was expected. But um, like Marissa was saying, like, I guess if you actually show him like hang himself in the garage, that probably would have been like a stronger impact in a sense to the viewer because it's just yeah. like, oh my also, god, it's, it's actually happening. Like, but like also, it didn't need. To, I should have specified it didn't need to be him hanging himself. It could have been anything, like pills, something. That's also something. Yeah, just him dying. I didn't need to see him uh-huh. ha- like actually hanging. So. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's what I, wouldn't, my... I, don't, I wouldn't mind seeing. I hit seeing him do that. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been funny. I, I don't know. I think I feel like this movie. Uh, even though I, I did enjoy it for the most part, I, I think *Star Is Born* is a, especially this version is a, a little bit too Hollywoodized. I think you know. Yeah. Um. So, but I mean. Yeah, it's it was it was a pretty good movie. I also thought that it was gonna win um, the Oscars, but uh, but then when they started like talking about all the other movies, I was like, yo, this this one isn't actually close to in terms of like how people are talking about the, the conversations and stuff like that. It didn't seem yeah. like it was actually close to the other movies that were being nominated. So, um, but yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, Star is Born. That was that was a cool movie. Uh, my pick for. Uh, endings that I wanted to change. Uh, the first one that I put here is A Quiet Place. Have you guys... I know, Marissa, you haven't seen it yet. It's a spoiler. Right. <laughs> but, <It's> fine. <laughs> Are you going to watch it? Uh, do you want to watch it? No, I'm not going to watch it, no. Okay, so wait, this movie's on Netflix, right? It is. Okay. Um, fuck. Oh, I have watched it. Oh, I'm surprised I have. Yeah, I have. I, lo- I love this movie. This is a sick movie. It. Yeah, it, it, it was a sick movie. So... Um, Okay, so let me just kind of like backtrack and, you know, just kind of talk about like what the, the movie was really about. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a apo- like apocalyptic kind of movie, like follow this family. Um, you Right off the bat, you you don't like a lot of apocalyptic movies, especially like zombie, mo- zombie movies or whatever, that kind of start off with like, the, at, like right at the beginning of when the whole situation happened. Whereas this one is a little bit more innovative in terms of like, as soon as the movie starts, it was like, hey, it starts at like day 90. So, you know, like stuff has been going down, like this family has been like, you know, um, going through this whole like situation. And um, right off the bat, like, you know that there's so much tension because they're, they have to kind of creep around everywhere without making noise because like the monsters that are in the movie, like they just react to noise, right? Um, and so for a large portion of the movie, for, for I would say the entire portion of the movie, um, you follow this family and, and you kind of understand like what their dynamic is between like the father and the mother and, and the daughter and the 
and the rest of the kids. Um, By the way, fuck but, that kid. Fuck that girl, man. Yo, that. that I, no, is nobody is. Uh, there's been a lot of like there haven't been a lot of movies that made me hate the character. But I agree. That I agree. And I guess that's telling of a good movie. But my god, fuck that kid. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So just to preface, why? Why uh, am I not I supposed to say that in 2019? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that kid. So the reason. So okay. So the reason that we hate the daughter, or we tremendously dislike this daughter, is no, we hate the daughter. She. Okay, fine. We hate her. Um, if it wasn't for the daughter and her immaturity, this entire movie wouldn't exist because at the beginning of the movie, um, like so, uh, the the youngest son he ends up like getting killed by the monster because he was playing with this toy that makes noise and stuff like that but to remember uh like correct me if i'm wrong but didn't didn't the daughter kind of give him give the youngest uh, like like her her brother like the the toy ship or whatever and like yeah or anything right she let him do that yeah because she's, she's very stupid she yeah she is very stupid so because of that um that's what led to like if you watch the marissa if you watch the trailer that's right off the bat, like you'll see that like their kid has died because you know with the 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 toy that's making noise. I was like, wow, I really right off the bat, I really hate this daughter. Um, like she's just an asshole. Um, and throughout the entire movie, um, so like I guess things that I want to change is not just only the ending at certain points of the movie, but um, the the decisions and the actions that the daughter was making was constantly putting her family into like bad positions you know what i mean like there's yeah. there's a point in the movie where she decides to like have a fight with with uh john krasinski which which plays her father and she walks off right so now she's like left with or um she left her mom who's pregnant by the way at home wait 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 wait, wait 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 we can't gloss, gloss over this scene by the way have, wait so you've not what? seen this right marissa no i haven't this scene is, in all honesty, one of my favorite scenes probably in the last, like, whatever amount of years. And my memory's trash, but I, I remember this scene about her pregnancy and how they make this whole sequence happen. Okay, wait, how old is the daughter? I need a little bit of context. She's like 12, like, I think? 12, yeah, yeah, 12. Okay, okay. Okay, so she's a stupid 12-year-old. And then this sequence pretty much is, um, they're in a house... Sorry, no. Yeah, they're in a house, and this creature thing has kind of... Um, they've found the house that they that has been hunting them with the sound, and she uh, she goes into labor. And, like, the, I mean, I'm a huge Emily Blunt flan, uh, flan, fan. Uh, I think she's a really good actress, and the way yeah. she just does that scene of, like, somebody giving birth and doing so without making a single ounce of sound pretty much up until kind of towards the end. It's like you, even as a guy, you kind of start believing like, okay, this is, this, this has got to be a hard thing to do. Mm. Am I, am I correct in my assessment there, Nikki? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I, I completely agree. Uh, I mean, her performances wise, like for everybody, I guess the daughter too, but like everybody was really good. And that, scene was very like the tension was so high i remember watching in a theater and everybody was just like <laughs> on the edge of their seat can i and be honest i didn't watch it the first time i actually stopped watching it like to go away because it was that tense like legit yeah 
Yeah, because because I was like for sure she was gonna die or something. Yeah, well, sounds like a good scene. Like if it makes you feel like remember it and feel that much from. Yeah, um, but then but then you go Sorry. but then you go back to like you go back to like why that scene happened in the first place. <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> yo like her mom is like pregnant at home and she's like carrying the laundry and stuff like that at one point she steps on a nail that's on the floor and and like (laughs) she wants to scream but then she can't yeah um yeah anyway so many points the daughter was like pissing me off and then the ending so tim i don't remember i don't know if you remember the ending but like Basically, John Krasinski is wait, wait. Kind of big big spoiler alert in case you guys haven't watched it. Yeah, big spoiler alert. Turn turn um, the shit off. Yeah, uh, so he's basically in a situation where I think the daughter and the son was in a car, right? Um, and then and then the monster was gonna attack the the kids, and then John Krasinski was like kind of in like open space, like relatively far away from them, and then his only his only solution to get the monster away from the kids was to yell really loudly so that the monster can kill him instead so that the kids can run. Oh my god, that's just like Bird Box. This exact same scene it, in Bird it, Box. It, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, but, like, oh, yeah, yeah, Box, I guess. Bird Box, like, copied Quiet Place, basically. It's and Bird Yeah, Box, the whole concept is very similar, huh? Yeah, it's definitely not as tension-filled anyway, I don't think, for Bird Box. Um, mm, I guess, I guess. Because I, yeah. I don't know, I haven't seen Quiet Place. Because I felt Bird Box was like high tension the whole time. Really? Oh, did, maybe, did you like you know that movie? Because no, I didn't like it. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you didn't like Bird Box. She chose Bird Box actually. <laughs> that would be good. Oh. <laughs> True. <laughs> I totally forgot. It'd be like a it'd be like a full a full pod just on like how much we hate Bird Box. Um, <laughs> but maybe I I feel like I guess I maybe when I was watching watching Bird Box I didn't have. The same feeling in terms of tension because I already watched Quiet Place, so yeah, in the back sure. of my mind, I kind of had that subconsciously. Um, but yeah, okay. Anyway, so back to the the ending of A Quiet Place. I was like, there there were scenes before, way before that, where they were like, okay, hey, you can, uh, you know, the the kids were talking about like using the rockets that were set up or something, and like in their in the radius of their like uh, their house to you know kind of divert the to, to what's it called make make some sound or whatever, right? When the rockets blow up, so then the monsters can kind of like go in that direction of the sound so that they can, you know, go somewhere else and whatever. So I was like, wait, well, I know John Krasinski can just scream and like let the monster kill himself, but he didn't have anything around him that he can throw somewhere else, like, you know, like a brick or something, and then just like grab the kids and just run somewhere else, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I, I understand what trying to be like, yeah, like the the whole point of having John Krasinski sacrifice himself at the end was to have this tremendous impact like you know uh he, he still hasn't made amends with his daughter and then now he has sacrificed himself and then before he dies he he like does like um, what's it called he says like i love you to to his daughter and then he dies you know it's like okay fine like he's such a great dad he sacrificed himself but i'm like there's many ways you could have done this and then now they're making a sequel so i'm just like wait they are yeah, they're making a sequel, and he's directing a sequel. I don't know what that's <laughs> what that's gonna be about. That was the end game plan from him. He, he was like, "I have to die, so then I can direct this movie, and I don't have to be in this shit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I, was guess so. I guess so. So, uh, yeah, I, that that kind of pissed me off. I enjoyed the movie a lot because because of, of the tension and all that. But gripes, stupid daughter, the dad didn't need to die, and why are they making a sequel? I felt like it's, it could really just be contained in one movie, and that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think Netflix is like we needed to target. Like you know how Netflix works. I mean, we got to get target these guys, these guys, these guys. If they happen to watch our shit, then that's a successful movie. And I think yeah. that's exactly what they did. They probably hit their analytics goals, and they were like, okay, yeah, we want to. But but it's not. But then, Quiet Place is not a Netflix movie though. It was just a regular movie in the theaters that got just like um, it just you know was on Netflix. So oh, them then I'm sequel, then I'm completely wrong. Sorry about that. Man. Yeah, yeah. Them making a sequel is is completely like Netflix agnostic. So it has nothing to do with that. It's just them feeling like they can have another story that follows this family um, for another. They made a lot of movie uh, money too, right? It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the figures were, but they definitely did make a lot. Three hundred fifty million almost. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there, there's no way in hell they're not making this movie again. I'm pretty sure this was supposed to be like, here's a stupidly small budget, make us something cool. Yeah. And they just made like this crazy amount of money. Yeah. All right, Tim, what's, uh, All right, what's so yours? Mine, let's see. Um, uh, okay, I'll, I know I said three, but I was able only really to get two quality ones. Uh, I have a third one, Fine. but we'll talk about it if we have time. Number one for me is probably Baby Driver. Have you guys seen Baby Driver? I have. AKA. Never heard of it. Wait, sorry, you haven't heard of it? No. Okay, so this is a movie that I highly. Oh, I guess I mean it depends on what kind of movies you like, but it's mm-hmm. a super. It's just to give you the quickest thing, quickest kind of synopsis. It's this. Um, it's a movie that tries to not just kind of have action and have generic kind of soundtracks, but also mix in the driving and the action and all the sequences with their music in a very kind of symbiotic kind of relationship where they do it very, very deeply and in very kind of um, very like it has a good symmetry to a certain extent. So you're, you're really getting like. Um, this experience with uh, music and action at the same time at just another level. So they've done the action sequences, they've done the the music, they've done everything in a very kind of super high quality, high detail way. And if you're into that kind of you know the cinematography and all that stuff about movies, you're gonna love this movie. It's still at the end of the day, I guess, kind of like a love slash love movie slash like crime heist, but they just do it in a kind of really cool way. And I'm not well versed with movies enough to know, but like, what are the comparison? I'm sure they've done it this kind of thing before. Just to me, they haven't been this kind of cool way of doing it. So, pretty much, you have this guy, baby, who has gone into a car accident when he was a kid, and um, his parents died, and he lost his hearing more or less. He still has some of it, but he more or less lost it. So he ends up stealing from this dude who ends up being his like handler to a certain extent who gives him jobs to do and his job is to go around helping criminals escape from their heists that's like the premise of the that's like the main thing he's done and he's an ex, like just sick ass driver and again the big thing is how they kind of link the driving with the the music they play and it's like the old uh, you'll have uh, you know old 70s 80s kind of rock uh, rock and soul and Motown kind of music. Um, and just the way that kind of interchanges is, it's really good. So if, so towards the end, they effectively, what ends up happening is they do a heist it ends up going wrong. Of course, otherwise there wouldn't be a movie or unless there was revenge, um, but ends up going wrong. And 
a baby ends up surviving with his girlfriend then he finds and as they're kind of escaping towards the exit exit kind of like last five minutes um they go to this bridge where the police are waiting for them pretty much the girlfriend says the girlfriend by this point is not actually actively involved she's just there as like a support system and she's been with baby through like most of the movie so she tries um like they move forward onto a bridge and then they see the blockade by the cops which by by the way is really stupid because they would only block one end they would also block the other end of the bridge but you know that's whatever and as they're kind of going up um baby's girlfriend kind of pushes back uh, like tries reversing out baby stops it says no i'll get out now most and this is one one of my gripes most movies at this point would say you know what let's kill this guy so he'll get out he'll go out in like a blaze of glory kind of bonnie and clyde style he says no i'm gonna go out i'll i'll plead uh i'll, I'll kind of just give myself up you're good to go uh, because you know i'm a baby and i'm a good guy which i, I guess is cool but it's kind of lame um, that's why I kind of like the ending of, uh, I guess the star is born. She's cool because it's not a positive ending and it's kind of not expected. So I kind of like that. I, I like those kind of endings. So, and this would have been great where he ends up just saying, you know what, I'm going to give up and I'm going to, I'm going to go out in a blade of glory, blaze of glory. Sorry. And you can be kind of okay. Secondly. So as this kind of ending sequence is finishing, they show him in a, in a, in a in a jail and where the testimonials and stuff is going on and throughout his life he's pretty much uh, after he got in an accident he's been supporting this other um blind guy uh, financially so the blind guy is obviously giving a testimonial saying he's a really good guy he just got caught with the wrong crowd and you know please help him out so what ends up happening is baby gets a a 25 year sentence with a five with a parole after five years and I guess this is 2019 because I'm like, and baby happens to be of a lighter skin tone. And I'm just like, in 2019, what are the chances Chances anybody who's not white gets uh, 25 years of the five years parole? Yeah, right. Probably. Yeah, yeah. For stealing and being involved in murder. Yeah, most likely there's there's no chance in hell that's going to fucking happen. So I, I just couldn't believe that. And then obviously the, at the ending sequence, they really get the love and he ends up coming out of prison looking exactly like he did. Probably doing like six months in prison because, you know, as aforementioned, uh, skin tone probably helps. And yeah. uh, he's obviously saved and live happily ever after the end. Oh. <laughs> I like the reaction. It's like, no, I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> I would, I would watch it honestly, for how cool everything is up until the ending part yeah. sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's really lame. That's really, that sucks. <laughs> this is a good choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, because honestly, it's probably I, I don't really think about this too much about movies, but like, it's probably my top three uh, movies, fair movies. Like the, everything up until that point, sick. I love the soundtrack. I still listen to the soundtrack every once every like every other every couple of weeks. It's when I work out. Sometimes I listen to it. It's an amazing soundtrack. And Is it yeah. original soundtrack? No, 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 no. They'll have. Um, sorry, let me just find the soundtrack. Um, it, it's it's like actual big songs that um, you've you've definitely heard. You'll have like uh, let's see. Uh, they have like the harm how are the bob and earl earl original harlem shuffle in there they have um uh, what do you call it 
They have nowhere to run. Nowhere to run. Nowhere to hunt. That song. Uh, tequila. You know that song, right? Uh, tequila. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like popular music. Um, it actually ended up being uh, top five or top ten in, in charts for a, bu- in a bunch of different um, countries, That's actually. Yeah, so this, the, the combination of the two made it really cool, but the last ending, man. I was like, man, just end it, make this cool, make it like some crazy sequence, just end up doing something that makes sense. But, you know, I guess they have to make everybody happy. All right, go. Go with your second one, Marissa. Me? Yeah, 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 you. Okay, okay. Um, and by second one, should I like do choose between the final two that I've chosen? No, no, just pick, pick whatever. No, okay. no sequence. Okay, okay. Well, I'll go into one that is kind of the opposite issue I have with the Star Sport. So it's called Isle of Dogs. Uh, tw- it came out twenty eighteen. Directed by Wes Anderson. Have you guys heard of it? Have you heard of Wes Anderson? I love dogs. Is this some I like hipster, them. obscure movie? Well, yes, um, yes, and no, because like Wes Anderson is okay. like the mainstream like hipster thing out there. So, yes, uh, and no. Uh, Isle, oh, okay, Isle of Dogs. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Isle of Dogs, not I love dogs. <laughs> okay, that was Isle of Dogs. Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I, I found I, I'm not gonna do it justice in describing what happened, so I'm just gonna read off this like this quote that I found online. So it's set in a dystopian near future Japan. Story follows a young boy searching for his dog after the species is vanished, banished to an island following the outbreak of a canine flu. So okay, so it's an island of dogs. Yeah, the dogs live on this trash island. It's like not okay. like a nice place. Like that's I'm pretty sure they call it. I love dogs, but it's like it's all trash. Also, trash goes there too. Um, it's stop motion, but like not like in a good way. I, I'm not a huge fan of stop motion, but also Wes Anderson has another movie called Fantastic Mr. Fox, which Epidemic. is stop motion and it's amazing. And yeah, I would never yeah, make yeah. it because it's perfect. It's one of my favorite movies. I don't think I. So I, I give. I wanted to give this one a chance because also I'm pretty into Wes Anderson's movies, even though I find him a little bit overrated. That's the Grand Budapest Hotel guy, right? Yes, that's okay. right. Yes. Okay. Have you seen that, Nick? Uh, Grand Budapest or Isle of Dogs? Uh, uh, Grand Budapest or any other film? Uh, Grand Budapest. Yes, I haven't watched Isle of Dogs yet. Okay, and Moonlight, um, Moonrise Kingdom, perhaps. Moonrise Kingdom. I th- I think I watched like twenty minutes of that. I don't think okay. I don't remember much of it, honestly. Okay, so those ones are more like really just quirky movies that I feel like kind of have forgettable plots because the quirkiness over overcompensates for it. Whereas like this one and Isle of Dogs and Fantastic Mr. Fox are really just trying to like tackle like a social issue. So like Fantastic Mr. Fox was like very much about like capitalism and like the greedy like um, pigs and all this blah, blah, blah. But so this one, so he tried to do that as well. Um, with his like, you know, quirky characters that have all these like, you know, nuances to themselves and all these things. So, okay. So I, I kind I didn't really as well. So that's kind of like where my tone is. And I also don't really know what issue he was getting at. It seemed like it was about like, quote unquote, othering. So maybe like the dogs were supposed to be seen as like, 
like the race that nobody liked. So like racism, <laughs> which is interesting take for Wes Anderson, who's just the white guy. Um, <laughs> and like, just has been brought up through like, um, the like, you know, like he just was like in this wealthy family. Like he's related to like Francis Ford Coppola and like was able to become this director just through that. Yeah. So it was just kind of weird. Um, and then the end of the movie just, totally is so racist towards japan it's like it made me so uncomfortable i was like how did nobody i, I can't pinpoint exactly because I, I would have to rewatch it but i distinctly remember thinking why did nobody else watch this did nobody think that oh maybe like we shouldn't make japan seem like the worst country in the world for like you know exiling these dogs it was just it was weird yeah yeah what does he have against japan <laughs> and it was also like the weird like you know fetishizing like like asian things like there was just like these it was just like thrown in there for like no good reason it could have been anywhere in the world and so i thought it was a little bit of that um so okay so from apart from the mild racism and uh uh, questionable director ethics. <laughs> what would you say? What's the gripe you have with, like, I guess the ending, or or is it just the whole movie in general? No, so it is the ending. So it, for me, this ending was the predictability. So the happily ever after type. Um, where okay, so like, what happens? The movie. Well, the movie is like very much about like bonds, like people, uh, not people, dogs bonding and um, uh, like friendships and all this like really deep stuff amongst you know relationships and everything so it was kind of and like survival so it's really like leading up to that then they had this very very violent which was just like okay this isn't this didn't really need to be here then someone died like the, the bad guy died of course and like the hero killed him and then like the two the male dog and the female dog get together and like the like the main dogs and then the main um girl and guy get together too and they like live happily after and i was like oh Okay. Main dog, dog, female and male dog live out happily ever after. Yeah, like there was like I guess four main characters: male, female, dog, human, and so like okay. whatever they just they ended up you know together living you know happily as couples and um just kind of like the perfect happy ending for a movie that was trying to I feel like to tackle like a pretty big like socio political issue uh, just ended like that. So I didn't really like it because of the predictability aspect. Okay. All right. So different than Star <laughs> All right. All right. So can I ask? Sure. Um, or Nikki, you too. What makes you guys kind of interested in these dog and animal movies? Because apart from maybe Air Bud and Lion King, I think are the only two I can remember. And that's probably honestly nostalgic reasons more so than anything. Yeah. I don't watch dog movies. Okay. I actually, I, mean, I don't, it's just a principle of mine because I think that, Oh, I don't want to see a sad dog. I'm not going to go to the movies and just like, I don't know. I don't want to see that. Um, so I guess it was kind of off brand that I even watched this movie. But again, the whole like Wes Anderson thing. Um, yeah. So like, what is that? A dog's purpose? Would never watch that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I was literally <laughs> the movie I was gonna bring up. A uh, dog's purpose. I I'm also not gonna watch uh, movies Why? like that. Um, Why would like, kids watch that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like a whole like dogs are cute, or or you know some other movies where it's like the you know like the the animals can actually like talk and yada yada whatever it's like hey they're they're cute and stuff like that but it's just like if if i really want to like just like pay attention to dogs i'll go and watch dog videos on instagram i don't need to watch a, I don't need yeah. to watch a movie you would do you follow hour. do you follow dog dog instagrams oh yeah oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> dude stupid. you're the target audience i was I always wondered who who actually watches those 
<laughs> Nikki's the target dogs. audience. I love dogs. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, All right, so yeah, because honestly, I can't. I've tried, and Lion King, I haven't watched the new one, um, but even the old ones, I've tried, and it's great. But I, I don't think I've watched it since I was a kid. Like I tried a couple times because my nephew watches it, uh, but I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, much I would with those. Sorry, sorry. No, no, go for it. Go. I was gonna say I would definitely watch Fantastic if you're going to watch a adult animal movie with animals talking just to kind of and then you'll understand like where someone who watches that is coming from all right that's enough dog talk make it go next <laughs> all right um uh, now, now i'm just wondering that this movie that i have now here uh, i wonder if it's on your list we talked about it last time uh and it's the village oh <laughs> i i purposely it left it out i honestly no i left it out because that movie's just trash. Okay. I never want to talk about it ever again. <laughs> Fuck my okay. like Okay. Well, you know what? I'm just like bringing up bad memories and kind of putting salt on your wounds. Go, 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 go. No, no, no. I, I love trashing it. So all right, go. all right. So, so, uh, Marissa, have you have you watched The Village? No. Okay. Um. So I would say... considering yourself, you saved an hour and a half of your life. <laughs> yeah. It oh, okay, might not okay. Watch. Okay. Listen. 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 It's it's not. It's not as bad as Tim makes it seem like. Because um, here's, crash. Here's, here's what I think. Crash. If you, because a lot of a lot of uh, in that time, so this is this is a movie back released back in 2004, I believe, and the way that it was being marketed was, you know, uh, it was this movie that's like thriller, like there's monsters in the woods, there's this village of people, and it's like you're not sure what's going on. There's markings on the door, like red markings on the door, and it's like there's. The, the, the trailer set up that tone of the movie. What we got in return when we watched the actual movie was we got a movie that is ultimately a romance movie with some monster stuff thrown in there. Tim, do you agree? It, it's, it's Amish porn. It's and a- it's pretty much the extent <laughs> like, of Amish what? porn. It's Amish, Amish? porn. Yeah, yeah, Amish. But without any of like anything more, anything fun. And okay. it's not scary at all. But sorry, sorry. Continue, continue. Yeah. Um, Think about shitty Amish porn. That's what you're getting in a PG <laughs> format. Sounds great. We'll not watch. <laughs> Hard pass. No, 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 no. You actually no. Yeah, this is one I would suggest passing. But yeah, sorry, Nikki, keep going. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give reasons why you can, you can watch it through a different lens. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So everybody, this is like one of the more anticipated movies of that year, and definitely of M Night Shyamalan's um kind of like his whole career of movies. Um, so the the ending, I'll, I'll skip all the way to the ending because for the most part, the, the main the main plot of this movie is like, hey, yeah, all these people are in a village doing, you know, just like general villagery things. Um, and, and there's some monsters in the woods and then they're told not to, the, the, the people living there are told not to go into the woods because they'll, they'll die and stuff like that. Literally, that is the entire movie. And then the ending, we learned that this group of people. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. What? So, wait, wait. I want Marissa to guess this because that's kind of fun. All right, Marissa. Oh, okay, okay. So, so yeah, again. So you're you're hearing the, about this Amish movie where people have no idea what's happening, though, and then they're like, "Oh shit! Oh, there's a boogeyman in the forest. Don't go there. Um, live with us in our cow milk and no access to technology." Uh, what do you think the ending is of this scary movie? Where um. It's, I'm that the monster comes into the village and they all die. Okay, okay, that's that's rational. Yeah, that's, that's a rational. That's a rational thought. You know, <laughs> honestly, it would have been really cool if the 
the monsters actually kill the people there. Like an actual, you know, thriller where the, the monster ends up killing people. Yeah, you know, Nikki, <laughs> I, I agree. I think that's a that's a great way to end. I think uh, Marissa might have her career in uh, screenwriting because that's actually a lot better than what the fuck happened. So please go <laughs> yeah. ahead and tell us what the ending was. Okay, so what happened was I think there was a uh, was it there was somebody in the village. I think it was the, the Bryce Dallas Howard's brother or some somebody that was really sick and she needs to go get medicine. And we learn that this village area is actually just a place in, I was going to say Virginia. <laughs> yeah, it's Virginia. It's actually Virginia. It's, I, I modern, think it, yeah. it's modern Virginia. And she and this village is just actually a place created by these elders who have been through some sort of tragedy. And they feel the need to kind of like, you know, build or they I guess they kind of miss um living in that era. And so they so they created this world within, you know, this like stretch of, you know, Virginia. And then so the the Bryce Alice Howard needs to go out of there to get medicine and this and that or whatever. So really the monsters were just there dressed they they were actually people dressed as those monsters to just like prevent people from leaving the village. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's that, a... that that is the ending. That is the ending. They were just dressed up, so it was fake. Basically, the movie was the like whole, the, the, the whole the, exactly the whole part was fake. Okay. And but then but the my what my problem doesn't only stop there because because you're you're basically like ninety five percent of the movie through and it's just like oh my gosh there's monsters and shit and then at the end it's just like what this this stuff is all actually fake it it immediately drops the tension all the way down to the floor. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it, all these idiots. Okay, sorry. Finish. I'm, I'm going to tell my gripe for the stupid thing. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So. So. So that was it for the ending. But but one other gripe that kind of like leads to, um, like stuff that kind of happens, you know, later on in the movie is that so we we know that these monsters, these creatures, are um like you know dressed up by people, right? That live in the village. They, the the way that they're portrayed in the trailer in the movie, it's like there's these like big monsters like all these like thorns and horns and all this shit right they're making all these like weird noises and stuff like that but at one point um so adrian brody plays the the crazy the kind of like uh, like the brother who has kind of mental issues right <laughs> fucking he oc one, right and he he was actually one of the ones that was wearing that monster costume and then he was like he he had like um jealousy between um like for uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Joaquin Phoenix, who kind of had a little thing together. So this Adrian Brody was jealous of them, and then and then he ultimately, I think, got pushed into this trap or whatever that had like a lot of like you know um uh, what's it called like branches and all this stuff whatever by uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, and then so he dies and whatever. So I'm like, wait, so this guy, you're telling me this guy who's like who has a mental issues. Like was able to like go around everywhere, scaring people at night, making markings on the door, making weird noises. Like ha- there's nothing believable about that when you understand what was happening for the rest of the, um, at the end, and you think about like what happened in the entire movie. And it's like there's also a lot of exposition, like a lot of explaining. Um, you don't there's the the noises that are made by these monsters. You don't know where they come from unless you watch the. Uh, deleted scenes in the actual DVD. So, and, and yeah, Nikki's anyways. making this sound a lot nicer than this. This movie's trash. This movie's fucking. Wait, actually, do you have a better ending, or is it just you're just like this is lost? 
Uh, my better ending would have been just like the the monsters, like doing do do some destruction, make make it make it make the um the the town the villagers make them seem like vulnerable, you know? Because yeah. now it's like they're not vulnerable anymore. These are just people dressed up as creatures. So, you know. anyway, so Tim, go go with your your gripes about this movie. All right, so I think it's really stupid that. M. Night this seems to think my mind is so freaking amazing. I'm just going to drop a twist at the end of a two. I think it was two hours, right? This movie? Is? Uh, Yes, I think. Okay, so. I'm going to make people spend two hours of their movie back in, what is it, 2005, where you really, you know, you got other shit to do. Like nowadays, you're kind of like, okay, I'm committed to this. I'm going to watch it. I have my time. They, he actually said, I'm going to use my brilliant mind and make you go to a movie. Never give you a, a, even a remote idea what the hell the ending might be. And then drop this random ass twist that makes no sense whatsoever. Where this poor fucking girl walks into a wall and says, what the hell is this? Let me go over. Oh shit, there's a fucking car ran the other side of it. And I, I think we're like, what, 13, 14? I didn't understand movies that great. I'm like, you know, I'm still watching sports movies or action movies. And I'm watching this and I'm like... I hate my. I think my sister introduced me. I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking thing in the world, and that's that's it. That's like honestly, that's the end of it. And and I guess this is what the continuation of this is. Do you watch M Night Shyamalan movie, Maria? We we uh, Marissa, we talked about this last time. But do you watch M Night Shyamalan movies? No, I okay. No. How the hell does this guy have a career in in Hollywood? Is, is he's there has been one good movie he's made in my opinion, which is. Uh, six cents, six cents, and that was back in two thousand and one, or ninety nine, some some or late nineties, yeah. early two thousands, and he has pretty much gotten a contract from Hollywood to say, "Go ahead, man, go make us a movie," and every like two to three years, he comes out with a movie that's incredible. That for the most part are mediocre at best. And the six cents was like uh, amazing, one of like maybe possibly one of the best movies ever yeah exactly and and this, <laughs> so what he just had one peak and then just decline i guess Stuart little also was one which i i that's one i guess another animal movie i i liked he's um, Stuart little yeah he's Stuart little oh that's cool yeah that yeah was, the, the, the cool one the, the live action one or not he live. was the he did screenplay for Stuart little he wasn't the director though okay yeah, okay, okay 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 yeah, so then either then. This oh, is the yeah, okay. This is the guy who's given us um the last airbender. <laughs> have you have you guys seen that movie? Um oh. Yes. And unless that uh, in the water. <laughs> uh unless you're a big Mark Wahlberg fan, which which I am, but the happening Oh, you know what? You know what? I actually wanted to put the happening on here, but I I thought I would have like spent the entire podcast talking about the happening because that movie is so like it's trash. Like I don't. I also like I don't want to listen to Mark Wahlberg's high pitchy voice for like two hours. Uh, I I love Mark Wahlberg, man. But uh, trees trees kill you, really? (laughs) (laughs) You start (laughs) walking. You start walking backwards. Yeah, like I don't know that. Anyways, we can go into a whole another M Night yeah, shitting podcast, M. Night but pod. yeah, yes. but there's no point. He's he's trash, and that movie's trash. So, um, 
think of yourself as have us having saved you two hours. Um, oh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, so, so did you like, so did you like Unbreakable, Signs, Split, like the visit, like those movies? From uh, so, wait, sorry. I liked the, um, I, I saw a bit of Split. Split was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not, I don't even think that's his directing. That's just mainly the acting is absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, James McAvoy. Yeah, he, he's just a great actor. I think that's more so than him, him directing that. Um, sure. Sixth Sense was cool. Unbreakable, I haven't seen. Uh, oh wait, so you didn't know you didn't know what the 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 Unbreakable and Split like the the whole connection there? Oh, when there is one. Watching Split. Okay, well we'll talk about that later. Well, okay, uh, then I guess I have to watch it. But yeah, okay. um, I I don't know. Like, I guess we're talking a little bit too much about race, mainly because I'm bringing it up. But is that why he's getting this? Is just a affirmative action for directors? Because anybody who gives you one after the other of the village lady and what is happening, there's no and the last airbender, there's no way you end up being uh, getting rolled after that as a director. Anyway, anyway yeah. okay, fuck that. All right. I next would like to choose Lord of the Rings. Wait, which one? The third Lord one. The, the third okay. one. Okay. I think oh, you've okay. seen it. I'm guessing both of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, okay. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. All right, come on. You need to get off of the Island of the Dogs and watch some like real popcorn music, <laughs> popcorn movies. Uh, I know that's that's obviously uh, like I'm not proud of this. <laughs> okay, okay, and I don't like movie shaming because I think it's stupid. But like, come on, man. Go, yeah. Go. This, this one you, I, you have to. And I do um, not want to watch it. I totally will. It's on my list. We got to do like a marathon or something just from like the first. Yeah. Of the ring Kiss that day goodbye. All the way, all the way until like the Hobbit. <laughs> you may as well like. There's no way in hell you're gonna finish all those movies in one day. I would suggest, yeah, especially extended. I'm guessing you're gonna watch extended edition and all that. That's like three, three and a half hours definitely. each. Definitely, definitely. Um, oh fuck, then I don't want to say this. And uh, I won't remember. It's fine. <laughs> okay, pretty much anybody who's watched the ending of it, I wish that didn't happen, and I wish that person died. The person who is responsible for whatever happened. The, with Mount Mortar. I wish that didn't happen and that person died. Like, instead of that sequence where the finger gets taken away, I wish that person died. Nikki, do you get my hint? No, say it. Say it. You can Are you sure? Because it. it's been so long since I watched Return of the King, so I don't remember what the yeah. Okay, so... Fuck, okay, whatever. So... No, you, it's going to ruin the last movie, it's- though. I'm so excited to watch Lord of the Rings. Like, oh, okay, the third okay. One, so I'm pretty so much, you know Smeagol is, right? Yeah. yeah uh, yeah. Marissa, do you know about that character, the little golem, the um, yes, yes, precious, my precious. Yeah, my, no, my, he's a he's a golem. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. so my precious, that guy. I'm gonna um, so pretty much that guy. Uh, so Frodo's taking. They found him and Sam have found their way to Mount Mordor which is like where you have to kind of burn the ring off. Um, they get to the point and the sequence I really like where, you know, the greed kind of takes over and he's like, Frodo's like, no, the ring has to kind of live. And then Smeagol kind of comes off and, um, you know, tries taking the ring and then bites the finger. Smeagol file falls with the ring into Mount Mortar. Mount Mortar dies. But somehow you see uh, Frodo kind of hanging on and Sam comes in. Oh, let me save you, buddy. I got you. I, I, Frodo is my... I hate that character in, in itself 
throughout the whole movie is the stupidest fucking character in the whole movie. And I wish he and I wish he said, No, Sam, I am a bad person and I'm a piece of shit. I'm gonna let go. And he lets go and he dies. I wish that was the ending because I guarantee you most of the people would have appreciated him for his sacrifice a lot more than him saying, okay, you can help me. All this bullshit that I put you through for three different movies. Let's forget that. Let's, let's. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I would say, I would say he was, he was a dick to Sam for, for a large portion. Of- for six, seven and a half hours. No, eight and a half hours. <laughs> We're watching this poor guy get bitch slapped and, and taken as complete right. another beta. And I guess this last sequence, Sam's like, no, got you, buddy. Yeah, that's BF- the best friend you can ever ask for in the world. That's no, that's abuse. No, no. Huh? no, no. I'm talking about Sam, not Frodo. Yeah, he's he's literally abusing him. That's, that's like the worst kind of friendship. You, if you, if any of you guys listening today and are still listening to this, have that kind of friendship. Get the fuck out. No, that's not what it meant. I mean, like Sam was a really good friend. I mean, he got yeah, he got abused and whatever by Frodo and stuff like that. But he was a good friend, like his, on his own. He was a good friend. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, don't be that good guy. In, don't don't be that good guy in your real, real life because that guy was a piece of shit for seven and a half hours. Nobody deserves that. He still didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I, I wish he died, and that would have been made me really happy. Because fuck Frodo. Um, but yeah, okay. So that's that's my synopsis, and I suggest you really watch that movie because it's really yeah. well done. Even I watched the. Um, I think Netflix has all three. It does. There's only three. Uh, well, the I've never been a big fan of the. Um, yeah, it's like it's cool. They they realize how much money they could make because people are still interested. But uh, oh, I saw the Hobbit. I saw the Hobbit actually. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, it's better than the Hobbit. Every single one of those movies. Yeah, I've heard. And this is one of the, and some people like the Fellowship, which is the first one. But this is one of those trilogies that gets better and better and better. Mm, okay. Um, as That's movies go on, like I've I've watched that final kind of actually watched the whole movie, the third one way too many times and I, i'm not apart from maybe vikings as a show i don't really like the fantasy stuff too much um but this was cool yeah i'll definitely watch it's lord of the rings i gotta watch it you gotta spend a sunday on it that's the only problem man you gotta be like yeah. uh, nobody bother me nobody text me just let me be yeah it's the only thing i'm doing yeah all right go give us give us your last gem okay last one i chose Probably another movie you guys haven't seen called The Beguiled. Um, <laughs> See, she, she's out here watching these obscure movies while we're watching. Uh, I don't know, fucking Endgame like twenty yeah, times. I, I Endgame. I have like Dark Knight on my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, these this these three movies were like popular, <laughs> so like you're lucky yeah. that these are the ones that I chose. Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. Maybe but maybe I, we'll get a, the more dedicated, cool audience. So you're helping us. I mean. You know, maybe it's just some different material because I'm exactly. sure that a lot of people haven't seen these movies. But that's fine. That's totally fine. Okay, so what's it called again? Sorry, before I interrupted so you. Really. Um, another one that is sounds like a different, like Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs, 2017. It's directed by Sofia Coppola. Just mentioned her father before. Everything's related. Yeah. It's also a remake. So, Ooh. but it was only remade once um in 1971 same name and it's also based off of a book so it's weird that i chose two movies that were remakes but it did i mean you're telling us a lot about yourself you don't like original play you don't like um 
you like sadist kind of messed up endings. Yeah, really. This like, is, that. we're learning a lot here. This is great. Yeah, and everyone's learning it too. So, <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, continue. So this film is. Oh, I'm just gonna read the summary too. Again, for this one, I'm just not gonna be able to do it justice. Also, because the theme about the issues I took with this movie was it was very forgettable. Um, in the sense that I was also really excited to see it because I'm a big fan of Sofia Coppola. Her movies, she did uh, Bling Ring, Lost in Translation, and Marie Antoinette. And those were like really, really good movies. Um, really well done and really like relevant to the time they came out. I mean, Marie Antoinette was like a period movie, but it was like, it was basically like Marie Antoinette if she was Paris Hilton. So it was really fun and like colorful. <laughs> yeah, right? It's <Like>, cool. <laughs> Okay, sorry, continue. So <laughs> that's a really that's yeah. that's a hilarious comparison. <laughs> but it's it's like if I mean, I don't know if you see it, but if you see it you'd be like, Oh, that's true. Okay. Um so I was really excited to see this one and it was forgettable. So this is the summary. Um John McBurney is an injured Union soldier who finds himself on the run as a deserted during the Civil War. He seeks refuge at an all female southern boarding school where the teachers and students seem more willing more than willing to help. Soon, sexual tensions lead to dangerous rivalries as the women tend his wounded leg while offering him comfort and companionship. So, Damn. Like thrown into this house of women in the South during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, and he gets injured and they're caring to him and all this stuff. It's a really beautiful movie. It's really, it's very like, it's very feminine and it's, it's very like, beautiful they're doing like nice things they're beautiful clothing like nice soundtrack just nice um it also is completely a remake of the book and the original movie there was like no adaptation to it at all so the stars born actually did the way that the stars born ended in the other remakes was not the same as the 2018 version so like i should give it credit to that for actually doing something different you know adapting yeah Yeah. this one it didn't didn't very much which is kind of also kind of just disappointing um it's not like it's a story that people know that we would have liked to see redone like it could have just been taken to a new place um there's also it was also all white people which is kind of weird because <laughs> oh it's like totally unrealistic <laughs> yeah. like fine sure yeah well 18 1800s i guess yeah yeah i mean yeah. yeah so there's those are like some reasons why i liked it why i didn't like it and i didn't like the ending specifically was because they just poisoned him. They just one day were like, you know what? We can't deal with this man in the house. We're just going to poison him. And then he just falls to the ground and dies. And that was it. Was okay. I, I, I'm reading the synopsis. Man, women got to chill on killing, trying to kill the cheating guys. <laughs> this poor guy, he's trying to, you know, he's, he's getting, it's a shitty thing to do. He's cheating on his girl. And he gets caught, and this fucking girl pushes him down a, a a a staircase, and he loses his fucking leg. Yeah, so like, cause he was like flirting with a bunch of the girls, and then one of them walks in and with another one, and then she's pissed, so she yeah, she pushes him, and then he also then they they amputate his leg, so he had a leg, so it's just like Fam. all the stuff is happening to him. It's so dramatic, and it's it's like I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know what it speaks to. What aspect of like <laughs> the times and and at the like, start of this a, and at the start of this pod, I said women women were the better half. By the way, <laughs> well, shake my head. 
<laughs> to it with this movie. But. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah, I interrupted you. Super, super forgettable, and I, I just remember, I remember watching the movie, being like not super satisfied, and when I chose that, I had to look or read about what happened in the ending. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. Literally, he just died. That's it. After all the misogyny and all all the promiscuity, he just dies. Yes. Yes. Okay. Just well, they kill him, and it just fall. It was it was poisoning. So maybe maybe I just I didn't get it. No, no, you got it. It was a trash (laughs) movie where men got trashed. Even even in eighteen sixties, they hated men. This is like a this is like a feminist wet dream. Yeah, actually, yeah, maybe maybe I should have actually have looked at it that way, and I would have enjoyed it. As the director of feminist, don't tell me that's true. Um, I don't, I don't know if she identifies as one. I, I don't think, I mean, I'm not here to say who can be a feminist and who can't be a feminist, but I didn't think this was coming from a very feminist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. As a host, I'll take all the heat. Don't worry. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not the biggest believer of feminist, I, it's cool. Yeah. No, I, I am. I am. Okay. Hugely. So that's why I didn't like this movie. Okay. Because I didn't good. feel like <laughs> Men. Like, Men. Uh, men. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Even back in 1860s. Oh, all time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. All right, so that's another movie off the board, and uh, I guess there's no way you thought it could have been improved, right? I I don't think so. Um, okay. No. All right then. There's no saving grace for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it, Nikki? I have not. Okay. Heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah, I have not seen it. You've heard of it, really? I've heard of I've heard of the name before. Yeah, I mean, there's like some there's there's big actors in there, right? There's yeah, Kirsten Dunst, uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yeah, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> and w- was this made as like a obscure kind of a movie or? Oh yeah, ten million dollar budget. I guess they took a pay cut just to kind of do it. Yeah, no, they she they always have big names. Sofia Coppola always had big names in her. It's like Wes Anderson a bunch too. Okay. He had Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, now watching that movie then. Nope. Nikki, go on. Tell us your last one. Uh, My last one is uh, is completely different from the the Guild. It's Dark Knight. uh, Dark Knight Rises, actually. The the, the last. Look at Nikki not supporting the feminist cause and having a male male lead actor. How dare you? you? (laughs) Who do you think you are, man? A, A guy that likes. Uh, movies. I don't know. Wow. What? what about what about um, uh, Cap, um, Captain Marvel or uh, Wonder Woman? Movie. Yeah, I like it. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, okay. So the last one I have is Dark Knight Rises. Um, so to to kind of put this whole trilogy into perspective, we kind of got a lot of like kind of unrealistic and tacky uh, renditions of you know. Uh, Batman as a character in previous movies. So we got like Batman Forever, uh, Batman and Robin. And then there's like the Michael Keaton Batman from like 79. It was it? Oh, shit. Uh, no, 89, probably. Um, those ones, like that, that one was okay. Uh, but then like the, the Schumacher ones, those ones were like just super made just for selling toys. That's really what, what it was. For. Yeah. Um, and this trilogy. Kind of like if this trilogy never happened, I don't think anybody would care about Batman. There's Ben Affleck would never be Batman, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and so this trilogy definitely kind of like gave this character a spark of life. With I agree. The with so with the first one that they set up with with Batman Begins, 
uh, it, it was just like this like gritty um, detective story. Uh, and the first one was more so just about like Batman kind of training and kind of getting his physicality in, um, trying to get to understand his the, the city that he's trying to fight for a little bit more. Uh, the second one was a little bit more psychological, right? You got somebody who is just as insane as, you know, Bruce Wayne is, um, and is kind of like they have the same kind of like qualities. Um, that, that ultimately, like, I, I would say Dark Knight is still my favorite one just because Batman's challenged in that way. And anytime any character is challenged psychologically rather than physically, I, I think that is, as a narrative, it's much more intriguing. Uh, because I think I, I think I mentioned this before, when, um, Tim, when we were talking about the Daredevil one, where you know there's always um, kind of like mirror, you know, qualities between a hero and a villain, and they're yeah. both exactly just as insane um, in different ways, and, and that's ultimately how I feel Batman is as a character. Uh, in this one, in the third one, we know that Batman's kind of like a, a little bit older. He's a little mm-hmm. bit more like. Broken you know, down, uh, rusty, broken down. Um, he kind of needs to get his physical physicality back up to a point where he's able to, um, you know, kind of like fight, uh, fight Bane. And for uh, for a big part of this movie, we're, we're even in the trailers, we're setting up Bane to be this like just this smart guy, all powerful. Like, you know, he can break Batman's back with just like a, a hit. Like you know, remember in in that scene in the cave, um, yeah. And so that that's that's what they explored, right? Was his physicality uh, or Bane's physicality? And, and so if you're spending, and mind you, this movie is like what, like three hours long, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and if you're spending a big portion of this movie building that up, um, then to have his character and spoiler, like to have Bane's character not be the actual true villain at the end um it's kind of like it's it's not it's there's no payoff at all so the 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 ending of this is that like the the girl who was working in the um in bruce wayne's company talia Mm -hmm. uh she was actually the main antagonist behind the whole thing um i don't remember exactly what aspect she was responsible for um, I don't know if she was responsible for like the financial stuff that was happening in the back end, um, but she ultimately was uh, the, the the person that was like the the antagonist, yeah. and it was ultimately like a revenge plot because she's actually the daughter of Liam Neeson from yep. the first movie, um, because ultimately Liam Neeson had died in the first at the end of the first one. So she, it's, was it Raza Ghul? Raz al Ghul, yeah, yeah, that's Talia is his daughter. Yeah, so it yeah, ultimately yeah. is a revenge movie. Yeah. Right, if you think about it. So now so now this takes Talia as such a, such a character, character that like, that, like is not really built up throughout the entire movie. And uh and and Bane is just there, like on the side, and he's like kind of dying. But it's just like, well, we, we spent a little bit of time caring about like Bane as a character and what motivations make him who he is and at the end he just becomes like a sidekick to talia is basically what he was right yeah like a pawn in a sense so it's like what uh, it, the, the whole point was to challenge batman uh, like you know physically and stuff like that and then you just have this one random character that's like oh i'm here because i want to avenge my father stabs you in the in, in, in the hip like so how would you have changed it then 
I wouldn't have had Talia in that story at all. I would have had, like, uh, you know, we, we one of one of the themes that we talked about throughout this entire pod was like not wanting predictable endings, not wanting uh, happy endings. Yeah. This, even though Talia was like the the twist at the end was that she was the antagonist, the the ending ending like the, I, I think I don't remember it was like a post credit or something, but ultimately. Bruce Wayne and Catwoman, Selena Kyle, uh, and Anne Hathaway is sitting somewhere in like a cafe in like Paris or something, and then like says hi or like uh, Christian Bale gives like a nod to to Michael Caine who's sitting over there. You know what I mean? So like like the 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 end of this is still a happy ending in a, in a sense. We don't know like whether they're going to continue this story at all, but it ultimately is a happy ending. So you have. So you have this movie who who sets up the the villain incorrectly. Um, you have um, incorrect. What's it called? I'm kind of losing my train of thought here. So yeah, a, a villain set incorrectly. Um, you have a happy ending. You have a fake sacrifice because it, that was what it was, right? Batman was was like driving the bomb, or, or he was flying the bomb out into the ocean, yeah. and then it explodes, and you're like, you don't know what happens. But then you see, uh, it, you know, Bruce Wayne, Catwoman, and, and uh, Michael Caine, and Paris somewhere yeah we don't know whether that's true or not it probably is true so it's like I, I'm not really I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to feel at the end of the movie yeah, uh, yeah, yeah anyways that that really like dropped the movie down like a grade for me for sure I love that movie yeah. so I'm yeah okay no that's cool that's cool I, I yeah. think I think that Bane thing was the Bane character was great so I don't know yeah, I mean, it was way better than the one that we got from Batman and Rob. <laughs> <laughs> this big, this big buff guy who is very veiny and just has like masks <laughs> on, his, on his face, and he goes like, "Oh." The leotards and shit didn't do for you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't with that movie. Okay, okay, that's fine. All right, yeah, that's cool. Um, but then we wouldn't have Marine Cotard. Is that how you say her name? Marion Cotillard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's about her. She's I'm a big fan of her. Yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah. Did she play uh, Edith Piaf before? Yes. She she did, right? Yeah, I think of the documentary movie about her. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like her as an actress. I just didn't think that her character was good. Didn't okay. That night, so. That's cool. That's cool. Um. Yeah, I, third I, I, the third one's gonna be Endgame, and we already talked about it last time. I was kind of thinking about it, and I just oh, wish. Wow. Okay, you know what? I'll make it quick. I wish they. The biggest thing that annoyed me, and I realized this: if you're gonna go full on with this whole "oh, we can go back in time" bullshit, why not just go back in time? Uh, Doctor Strange comes out, takes the ring, the time time stone, and uses his power to bring uh, Iron Man back to life. Why are we trying to go half-ass with one sadness and one happy, and uh, bullshitting with physics and not doing it with the other? Like, just go one or the other, you know? Well, I mean, it's because guys' contracts need to end. <laughs> <laughs> but Marvel, like needs pay, was, right? Mar- Marvel needs America, to pay. Marvel needs to get paid. Yeah, yeah. Captain America and Iron Man, like, or um, what are the real names? Chris Evans and, and Rob Downey. They both their contracts ended after this movie, so. Uh, they had to go out one way or another. Oh, is that why, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it's, super they're, trash. They're, they're making a billion dollar off of this movie. Pay those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's probably why they had to do it the way that they did. 
Oh, that's a bummer. Okay. Well, I'm I'm still standing by the point. They should have figured it out. I'm sure they could throw away throw like eighty million dollars for a movie or something and be like, hey, just do one more. Yeah. Fair. Okay, yeah, that's it. That's well, I mean, we talked about it for like 25 minutes in the last one, so I don't want to bore anybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if anyone wants to listen to the end game rants, you can go back to like two pods ago. Yeah, and we're, we're already an hour and 15 into like a, random movie talks in the middle of August. So anybody who survived this long, thank you so much, Marissa. Thank you for uh, thank you coming on this little journey of ours, and um, we'll probably do some more movie stuff, and I'll probably let you and Nick kind of handle that one. Cause, sure. Um. All, all anybody who's a big fan of that, I think would love would love to hear you guys go deep dive into some obscure movies. Yeah. All right. Cool. So have a great uh, Thursday and Friday, and you know the rest of the summer. Actually, yeah, because I don't think I'll be. I'm going on vacation in uh, middle of September, so I won't be able to have another movie one. So Marissa, have a good rest of uh, Q3. Um, yes, you too. Enjoy Canada, vacation. Canada Goose has been uh, having a bit of issues, so. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm sure you no guys are going to be busy. No comment. No comment. Yeah, no, you, you can't I comment. I cannot so. confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> I can because I'm not working for the company. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yes. Okay, so have a good one, guys, and thank you. And uh, yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thank Bye. you, everybody else, for listening. And I uh, hope you guys have a great Thursday and Friday as well and rest of the week. And, uh, you know, give, it, give this. Uh, Anybody you know, your friends and your family, share the pod. It'd be great. Any other ideas you have for content and uh, things you want to talk? Maybe you want to come on. Let me know. So have a good one, guys. Take care.